Welcome, avid ACT listeners. Uh, we are back, and you may have noticed that uh, season one had a little bit of a hiatus over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I've only got Pete here with me at the moment because Zane, who was making a bit of a habit of not turning up on time, uh, has kind of caused us to, to end season one, I think, Pete. So 20 weeks, 20 episodes in a row, and we've kind of called it uh, to an end for, for this season. So we'll be coming back soon, sometime, maybe after Daylight Savings is finished in Melbourne. Uh, but we are here for a couple of special episodes. Yeah. And I, I mean... 20 weeks was was a pretty big journey um, and, and it was really good, um, but hard to operate under the conditions of one of your three people just constantly being late. Um, so, yes, Daylight Savings has not gone too well, um, you know, but that's okay. Like, I think we, we got through quite a lot of content. We... I don't know, I can't remember what Franny was saying in terms of how many hours you need to do it before you become an expert, but we, we put in a pretty big chunk. Um, I feel like we're close. We, we've got to be close, right? Except for Zane Explains. That never got close to being an expert at anything. No. Yeah, that that was... I, I Chris had a great idea, but I mean... Sometimes you've got to just acknowledge the audience that you're that you're working with. Um, <laughs> just yeah. because something rhymes and sounds like a good idea doesn't mean it's going to turn out that way. Definitely overrated his talents, or underrated <laughs> for Zane's Zane's definition of the words. Uh, it, dear. it felt like the impromptu Zane explains was almost some of the highlights of of the season. The uh, accidental Zane explains the uh, premeditated. Uh, segment was clearly the low light. I think of the horrendous, <laughs> yeah, horrendous. Here he is. Oh, and now he's turned up. Perfect timing. Have Have we started it? We have started, and we've just explained. Oh, what are we today? Are we like, Zane what are we today? Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. What, what are, are we, we today? Are, are we, we yeah? Are we conversationalists or or what participants or? We're, we're nothing because episode. Uh, sorry, season one has has come to a close, and this is. I, I'm I'm content. what they call an attendee, and you're what they call late. <laughs> <laughs> and late, <laughs> not for the first time, not for the first time at all. Yeah, yeah. So, I had to uh, wait until everyone's out of the house. So. <laughs> makes sense. Part part of the reason why we're we're going on for a bit of a hiatus and holiday for the next couple of months, I think. Uh, but we will have some bonus content. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll come in for, for different snippets. Uh, we're we're talking offline about some of the bonus episode episodes we want to do. <laughs> episode 28 may not come for a long time. Yes, we yeah. might, we'll work around it. I, I think episode 21 is next and then 21.1, 21.2, 21.2. We'll see how far we go. Yeah, this is not, this is not episode 21, right? This no, is just not. a bonus, bonus content. Bonus content, absolutely. This is part of our summer series, we're going to call it. Should we, um, did you, I know you, you, well, I don't think you did, but we should be mentioning that it's the 10th of November today, just so that we put in context the date of, of, of when this information is uh, unveiled. Um, and, and that made me realise that it's Singles Day tomorrow. Um, it's also our favourite um, favorite, um, mainlander, favourite birthday. birthday. Mm. Yeah. Exactly on Singles Day. On Singles Day, yeah. Who would have guessed? Yeah, yeah. 
Feels like it works. Feels like it works. I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, this whole bonus content tonight is is going to be all about NBA uh, because we did have a few predictions in our closing episode, and some are coming true, and some are probably not going the way we wanted them to go. <laughs> did you write them down? Like, do you have them? I was going to listen to it, but I, I ran out of time. I was going to write them down and I didn't. <laughs> so I'm, I'll be going based on memory and my memory is a little bit biased towards things that are coming true being things that are already predicted. Yeah, exactly right. Yep, yep. I, I think where we need to start though is we're, we're going to talk about people, but I want to talk about teams first because at top of the league at the moment, the Warriors, 9-1. and one. Now, there are quite a few of us that were relatively down on the Warriors. Uh, particularly to, to start the season, I think. Uh, there was only one, um, Franny, who who came out and went very hard at the Warriors, finishing top four, and uh, put down that bet with you, Zane. And that's, at the moment, mm-hmm. looking, looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they look, they, they look okay. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Thoughts? Do you think they're going to they're gonna stay there? Have they have they overperformed? Well, I'll just say this. I remember a season when, when Cavaliers started 10 nil. And they barely made the playoffs. So so there you go. I remember taking Tubbsy's money because he bet me in uh, Macau that Philadelphia would make the playoffs. And Philadelphia were rubbish. Oh. But they were but they had a good start to the season. This was Kyle um, Williams's rookie season, wasn't it? Yeah. But I, I will yeah, have it was part of the trust the process season, right? They were still tanking hard. They were still tanking hard. Hey, a couple of, couple of things about the Warriors, just to put them in context, right? So they are currently 9-1, and one, obviously. 6-1 and one at home. Um, so they've had seven home games, which is pretty generous. 3-0 um, and o away, which is a good record, no doubt. Um, but if you look at the teams that they've beaten, I don't know, there's, not, there's, there's a handful of teams that are gimme teams, I think. So... You've got the Thunder twice. Um, the Thunder's shit. Like, they are just shit. Yeah, um, the Hornets. Yeah, Hornets aren't that good. Uh, the Rockets, they're shit. Pelicans don't have anyone playing for them, so they're, they're shit. Um, good win against the Hawks today, or yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. they, beat, they, beat the, they lost to the Grizzlies in overtime. Mm-hmm. So that, that, was, that was one of their tough competitions. And they beat the Trailblazers, who are shit. Uh, the Clippers, who I'll talk about a bit later, they're pretty shit. Um, and the Lakers, who are probably pretty <laughs> yeah. decent. But... They also beat the Kings. They beat the Kings, but um, they're shit. And they beat the Kings, they're shit they as well. talk about that. <laughs> so they haven't had that much of... Like, the 9 and one's great, right? And, and if they can beat shit teams, then they're going to do really well and will probably finish top four. But I think it's a bit early to, to call them anything other than just leading the conference at the moment. Yeah, I think you're probably right with that. And and clearly, a lot of it has been off the back of Steph Curry just being ridiculous, like today. He's been in a slump. This is the thing that's been a bit unusual, right? He's been in a bit of a slump, but mm. they've managed to do quite well, even even without him. And this, I think this was Franny's point. Um, but, I mean, he had predicted that Jordan Poole was kind of going to be the saving grace, but couple of these other guys like Peyton and, and um, Bialica and, and these kind of guys have popped up and, you know, got him a few wins, which has been 
No, no one can consistently, but welcome from someone. From someone's them. popped up in every game. It seems like someone, someone different. Yeah, mm. yeah, yep. He they'll, they'll, amazing they'll, they'll with lose, these. They'll lose tomorrow. Who are they playing tomorrow? I'm calling it uh, the Ant Man, my most improved player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's they're not good against. That. They're not good against soft teams because they're not hard. <laughs> It it I, I, it all depends on Curry. If he comes out and scores fifty, they've won. <laughs> if he if he scores forty seven, maybe not. Oh, but fifty, okay. yes. Pat Bev, Pat Bev, Pat Bev will shut him down. <laughs> okay, Warriors are unexpectedly up, but maybe maybe when we come around for another bonus episode around NBA, then we might see them somewhere else. Um, mm. Let's stay in the West for a moment because I think the next two we expected to be to be high, and they're they're doing pretty well. The Jazz and the Mavs. Uh, mm. The Jazz, in particular, have played a lot of games away to start start the season. Caught it, and they're still doing doing pretty bloody well. They're doing pretty well, yeah. Caught I think they'll, they'll be solid, yeah. They'll be solid, yeah. Top of the conference, top of the conference. I, I think the Mavs are interesting because I called the Mavs. I, I think I called them second uh, in the conference behind the Nuggets at the start. Um, Luca, and we'll talk about him, no doubt, has been disappointing. Um, although he has won them a game through, you know, a, a hail mary heave at the end. Um, but they're seven and three without him really doing much. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah, the reason the reason why you said Mavs are up is not the reason that they are up now. You 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 said they're going to be good because of Reggie Bullock. It's really because of Jalen Brunson. Oh, Brunson's been yeah. amazing. Yeah. This is a good point. Brunson off the bench, and he started a few games as well, has looked unbelievable. No one saw that coming, though, right? No one saw that coming. Because Brunson, people thought, okay, yeah, he's going to come off the bench, back at point guard. He's going to get, like, 20 minutes. Average, maybe, like, 10 points. You know, a couple of assists. That's it. Yeah, right? no. No one saw that. Agree. Yeah. No. 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 no well, we were talking about Tim Hardaway Jr. being the next all-star, so, you know. It's interesting that you were talking about. It's it's yeah. an interesting point, Zane, because it was something I was thinking about um, just now, right? Like, so um, some teams kind of get a bit of, uh, uh, let's call it a bit of good fortune through bad fortune. So what I mean by that is what you said about Brunson, he probably wouldn't have stood out as much had Porzingis not yeah. got injured. And yeah. like with Porzingis on the sidelines, they decided to bring in Brunson and play him alongside um, Tim Hardaway and Doncic, and yeah. all of a sudden, like you know, he was, was able to get into happen, a groove. Though. It was always well, going to happen, though. Yeah, but it's Everyone still it's us. it's still Sorry. this kind of good fortune through bad fortune, sure. Um, sure. right? Sure. And and that that can happen. No, I mean, I mean, the Porzingis thing, the whole Porzingis thing. Every single one of us saw that coming. Of course, oh, true. Yes, of course. <laughs> Except but we didn't think Brunson would be the one immediately to step up. No. No. No, yeah. All different stats is doing mm. everything for a small guy, doing doing well. You wouldn't have thought they'd play they'd play them um together. But as you said, Luca yeah. has not fired, uh still averaging nearly twenty five points a game, but seems to be yeah. underperforming for some reason. I think that's just expectation yeah. of, of him. Yeah. And can I say the I mean, one thing I, I didn't say that um it would be Bullock, but what I did say about this season is that I think it would be more about the individual contributors winning games 
for you. And and that's where I saw Luca kind of dominating and obviously um, Jokic dominating. The one guy in the league who I think is probably, I, I think he would deserve MVP if you, if you called it out right now, because I have seen this team play and they have been shithouse and they have managed to pull a record of six and four, which is the Clippers. Paul George has been unbelievable. Mm. Yep. Yep. The surprising MVP at this point of the season, yes. Either him or Jimmy Butler, right? They've both been yeah. like just mm. out of this world. Except yeah. that Butler has play, like a team that are playing but, well but, around yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, and and people know about Butler, right? People know Butler is tough as nails and his attitude, he's just his will to drive. I'm not sure people were, you know, that sold on poor George, you know, because he's... Oh, they are until the playoffs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay off fee. Yeah. But, but I'll just he's just think... from just performing and, and getting some good stats to, to genuinely leading this team that look horrible <laughs> um and just taking it on. So he's done really, really well because that I mean Reggie Jackson is not the player that he was in last year's playoffs. Um and, and Bledslow is uh, doing nothing. Yeah, he's he's turning around. Reggie's doing well in the last couple of games. But uh you're right. I mean there's um the, the Clippers um, the only other player in that team that's been really good has been Batum. Batum. He's yeah. been really good. Yeah. And I thought he was washed up. <laughs> I thought he was washed up he as was, well. I thought, I, I thought he was washed up by, um, when he was in Charlotte. So that was about three years ago. So. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Denver, yeah, down in seventh. Little bit of yeah. surprise, but maybe it's to well, do Michael with... Michael Porter Jr., He's been he, terrible. Probably he was the terrible. biggest disappointment so far to start the season, yeah. I think, before he got, mm, well, has done his back. Mm, no. Cool? no. Maybe. Not from, not from, not from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Zane has, has a guy called Tatum. Uh, no, I mean, Tatum is all right. He'll be fine in the end, but Balcho is uh, absolutely shithouse. <laughs> did, anyone sure. say, did anyone say the word Lillard? He's been, well, he's been yeah. horrible. I mean, Lillard, yeah, but he, you know, like people like um, Lillard and Tatum, they will be back to, they will have a, a bit of positive, they will have a lot of positive regret, regression because they, you know, unless they're injured, which I think Lillard may be. Well, there's rumors about Lillard like, being injured. Yeah. Someone like Tatum, um, I think they will just, you know, come mid, uh, mid November, um, early December, they'll just start killing it. And then they they'll end up averaging almost exactly the same as they did last year, so I think it's fine. Uh, I'm not so that worried about Tatum. Uh, I am worried about my dear, my other guy, uh, Boucher, Boucher, whatever you call it, how do you, however you pronounce it, because he's not getting he's simply not getting the opportunity. And in, uh, in the he's very early, very early. Uh, he had an injury, um, and then he never got back on track. And Nick Nurse just doesn't like him. I think he's a bit of a racist. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays he plays precious. But he plays precious, precious for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Birch. Both are both black, but you know, he's just racist particularly towards uh towards Chris Bolcher. <laughs> it's Canadian, doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, I can I can understand that. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Let, let's He's get, a Canadian let's get a people in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to the West, and we, we haven't yeah. talked too much about them, but in fourth and fifth, the Suns and the Grizzlies, 
The Suns seem to be mm. just going along. They've had eight now as well, and they seem to be going okay. Uh, yeah. um, I wonder how long how long CP3 off, can can keep it together, and whether they just put put the put the uh, queue in the rack with him at some mm. point. I, I think they they should. He's long doing. Season. He's he's um he's leading the league in assists by a mile. Yeah. Yes. I think he's the only person that's above ten, right? Yeah, and he's like probably eleven and a half. Digit. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. And probably and would be higher. Yeah. And assist to turnover um is, is fantastic as well. Yeah. So yeah, off the yeah. charts. Yeah. Shout, shout out shout out to Jacko for a great team. Um, <laughs> uh the, the Grizzlies uh, have started started pretty hot off the back yeah. of Jamal Morant. Oh, he's been so good. Fantastic. He's um I would say like Seriously, um, why isn't anybody talking about Jamal Murray as an MVP? Because he, the why, why is he only being considered uh, most improved, right? Because Grizzlies are where they are because of Jamal Murray. Mm. How, how is that not most valuable to a team? He's been really good. If you've seen the games right down the stretch, like the last five mm. minutes, um, yeah. he, if, if I contrast him with like Paul George... Um, for the games I've seen, Morant has mm-hmm. suffered at the end, just under the pressure, just needs a little bit more time to become that like true MVP. I think if he was if he was Paul George at the moment in the same form, the Grizzlies would be eight and two. Um, mm. and and the Clippers would be probably three and seven if Ja Morant was was the roles reversed. Uh, I just think he, he's been unbelievable. But he he still needs to just get better at the end of the game. He needs to have more poise, um, and he, he needs to he needs to make the win. Um, uh, I think that's well, that's where he needs I, to improve. I, 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 I probably yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but can we all agree that he's an all star? Right? He's dude. He's Tim and I already called him as most improved, oh, okay. and 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 that's no. I mean, that was like five weeks ago, right? And, can I say um, the way that he's been? But if he doesn't get injured, he'll be in the MVP conversation in, uh, very soon. He should be. Along yeah, with, it's uh, been unbelievable. My, my fear a little bit is he the way he plays is a little bit rose like um, early yeah. on. So yeah. you can see he throws yeah. his body around. He's only lot. one major injury away, right? <laughs> yeah, he he's going to get battered the way he drives in and and throws his body and, and he's it to skinny as layups. shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's not built. So the way yeah. he plays, it's definitely a little bit out of control. Uh, but I, I take what Pete says. De- definitely a bit of poise needed. But remember, he's a third-year pro, so he's he's coming coming along. My my concern for him, Tim, is as he gets more of a reputation, he he doesn't have he, he doesn't have those like Steph Curry like abilities to be able to take a double team. Yet he can mm-hmm. split it and he can go to the hole and he can dunk at home. But if there's just no room. He doesn't really have much to go to. His shot is not quick. His shot is not high up. He really needs space to get his three-pointers off. I think that's something he needs to really work on and hasn't been found out yet, I think, because he doesn't he doesn't instantly draw a double team yet, but he will soon, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. no, that's yeah, true. I mean, he'll be, he'll be fine. And he's, he's showing enough improvement year, year season by season to make us think that he's going to figure it out, so... Yeah, I, I think he's just a, uh, I think he's just a special player, uh, and he's the he's almost like the modern day Ivan Iverson, you know, and he looks like Ivan Iverson. 
<laughs> Speaking of racism. <laughs> it's a bit of a cross of, of AI and D-Rose, slightly bigger than both. Yeah, no, yeah. but he's, uh, he's fantastic. Uh, and, and Memphis has done a good job um, mm. of surrounding him with young, a uh, young core that is, um, that is, uh, is, um, you know, very, I guess, complementary to his skill set. So, Yep. No, I agree. That works well. Uh, Lakers, kind of where we said they, they, they would be um, with as many problems as I think we said they would have. <laughs> <laughs> and, and LeBron's already missed how many games? Three? <laughs> I, Three think games. Be, yeah, I think they'll be okay. What's surprising to me about Lakers is the resurgence of Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. And he's been bloody fantastic. Uh, he, he's like almost like the bellow of old. I mean, with a lot more jump shots, right? But... Mm. Uh, but um, he, uh, it's obvious, like, because he's another guy that I thought was washed up, um, even when he was in Portland and he was averaging maybe like 15 points a game as a sixth man. I just didn't think he had it in him that to average more than 20, right? Um, but obviously with NBA, you know, uh, with modern game, it shows that if you have a bit of savvy and you have, you still, your shots are still falling, um, you're, going to be, you're going to be okay. But is, that, so, that's part um, of... Um, Westbrook probably being quite bad and the rest of the Lakers not being good at all, that someone's had to step yeah, up and exactly. Camelo, you give him the ball, he's going to shoot it exactly. uh, and he's been scoring, but he's had to play a lot yeah. more minutes and be but a more like, focal point than he would we'd expect but, he, but he's still just playing a role right, he's he's, he's he almost is. become that role that like say a Buddy Heald or someone would play, like pinch hitter mm. like just shoot, shoot shoot, shoot, shoot and he's 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 knocking him down. He's averaging yeah. like three and a half threes a game or something, right? Like, yeah. it's I mean, pretty impressive. It's great. Yeah, it's um, and he wasn't. He was never known as like a three point shooter, right? But obviously, he's he's worked on it throughout the years. Um, he was never a big three point shooter, but I, he he knows how to score though, doesn't he? He just knows yeah. how to score. I mean, he's a fantastic player. Um, Olympics Mellow was a massive exactly. three-point shooter on and, a smaller line, you know, the closer line. Yeah, but... I mean that's that's like a, a too long two for for NBA, so it's different. Um, on also on the Lakers, um, the play of Westbrook has been fairly disappointing um, to say the least. But the saving grace is he started off like this last year with Washington um, as well, and people were giving him tons of shit, and then he came back really strong afterwards. It's the, so few, the you, first few you, games he was standing yeah. in the corner. He doesn't do that. Yeah. You can't do that yeah. with Westbrook. I mean, yeah, with Westbrook, I think it, it takes him a while to figure things out because he's, I think, he, in terms of basketball IQ, he's not as good as the others. Uh, but once you figure it out, he, I think he's, he's fine. Because he's, he's still got the body, right? He's still got the speed. He's still got the thing. Uh, it, you know, he, he doesn't have to jump shot, but he never had it. So all he has to do is just attack, 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 and, and be relentless. I think he's still got the body to do that, so it should be fine. I think he was definitely feeling his way in the first couple. Yeah, you know, obviously in preseason yeah. and then first couple of games, like taking those yeah. club jumpers where he's hitting the side of the backboard. As you said, he needs to just get it and attack. <laughs> like they yeah, were Jacko type exactly. shots, very very it's bad, really like almost out of control, but you know, within control. That's the, that's his game, right? So yeah, his, his stats are still there. Uh, obviously, a lot of turnovers, and um, but but still, yeah. I mean, doing, that's he's doing enough. I thought of- I thought of At the same time, if if LeBron's going to sit a heap of games and as is um, AD, then I think you'll turn to Westbrook. He's mm. still going to win games. Yeah. I mean, look at Washington. Um, Bill missed a, a chunk of time and Westbrook won them weeks of it. 
before we move on to the East, anything else in, in the West? Obviously, a lot of crap teams. As we said, Pelicans, terrible. Rockets, terrible. Spurs, pretty terrible. Teebles, well, very soft. Yeah. A couple things, right? Um, that's a bit, you know, for, I mean, let's go down, like, for each team, okay, right? So let's go down from at the bottom of the ladder, Pelicans, absolute mess, right? Um the only save, the only good thing about them is JV, right? Averaging massive amount because no one else is doing shit. Uh, Ingram's missed games. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? The Zion guy. hasn't played. <laughs> so yeah, Zion is fat. He's not going to play for another month. Uh, won't be in game shape. Um, they can't win with that. They can't yeah. win. With I mean, that. they can't win. I mean, yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, they're terrible. So. Um, they definitely Houston, can't win without both. And if, like, yeah. Ingram's played six games out of 11, right? And it, he's averaging the most field goal attempts per game of any player in the NBA in those six games. Yeah. So, I mean, that shows you what kind of reliance they need to have because they don't really have anyone else that that's going to step up and take those shots. No. They're not deep. They They need their stars to be there. Yeah, so uh, I guess your your call out of um, um, NAW as most improved is that's probably down the drain, um, Tim. I didn't say it was most improved. I said Morant was. Uh, someone said someone said he was going to be most improved. Six man of the year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's probably Charlie then. Uh, well, oh, we all know what um, you know what what Charlie's um, tasting in, in players are <laughs> or his forecast. Anyway. Um, uh, then we move up the ladder to Houston. Yeah, they're the kind of where they are, um, where we thought, where everyone thought they would be. Um, the only thing I think is no one saw um, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. as the turnover machine that he uh, that he he is right now. Um, those, I mean, they didn't. I don't think anyone saw that coming um, to for him to lead the league in turnovers. I didn't um, think he'd have that much usage, to be honest. I thought they'd pass it well, around. Well, he's, yeah, he's the point guard. So, he is, but then with, and, with other uh, players in there, with Wood, with Green, with all these guys coming in, yeah. we thought it's, it's still his. It seems to be his team, and they're letting him run with it. Oh, they're figuring yeah. they're figuring it out, right? Like he's reined it in in the yeah. last couple of games, but they'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, maybe well, they won't, but I it doesn't really matter. They're going to be so shit anyway. And uh, Christian Christian Woods free throw problems. Um, that's a little bit surprising as well. Um, I don't know what has happened. He went from being a seventy percent free throw shooter two years ago to a forty percent free throw shooter now. Yeah. So you you accidentally just tank your free throws without uh, you know you pick the tank free throw team. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, and uh, Jalen Green hasn't been as good as people thought they were. I think there were a couple of. Uh, did someone pick Jalen Green as rookie of the year? Maybe Francis. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, or I think way, maybe, yeah. maybe Charlie. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. All right. So, uh, maybe he'll figure out in the second, um, in, in the next couple of months. But, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on to Spurs. Not really. Uh, Spurs are boring. Not much to say. There's nothing to talk except, about with Spurs. We'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> except Jonte Murray is, is great. Uh, but that's, that's about it. Uh, great um, and a really crap team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, T wolves. Um, Let's talk Minnesota. about the T wolves. Soft, soft. Except Pat Bev, um, Anthony Edwards has, has been good for me um, on my team. 
Um, but that's why. I mean, but it's not. It's not turning into wins. That's for the sure. The team looks no, terrible. He's shooting forty percent. So, if you look at the um, the amount of points per quarter that they've scored, they it it scales down from the first quarter to the last mm. quarter by a lot. Yeah. Um, they're actually pretty good at the start of the game until they until they stop they listening to the, the uh, to the coach. Yeah. Every time they get destroyed in the third quarter, it's like the and the last the yeah. second half. Their second yeah. halves are so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the coach came out and said they start playing hero ball when they get down. Um, but yeah, they're they're horrible. They are horrible at the moment. They really need to figure it out. They 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 just don't have a system. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And then we have, have good players. Uh, good players. There's no system. Yeah. Then we have Oklahoma. Um, so, I mean, OKC has been fantastic to watch for me because I've got uh, Josh Giddy and he's my pick for Rookie of the Year. I don't think he's going to win it, uh, but uh, he's he's been good to watch. Um, and uh, Shane uh, Gilgis Alexander has been fantastic to watch as well. Um, Pity they have Darius Baisley on the team. Um, but he, he, he's fun for me to watch. He's, he's like, ah, oh, this guy's so shit. Can't believe Charlie bet with me, you know? Um, um, yeah, the only thing yeah, is, I mean, is well, he's Aussie, but Giddy's passing has, has been pretty phenomenal. He does look pretty yeah. good. He, um, he had one turnover, which was a fantastic pass into Baisley, and Baisley just didn't, didn't expect it. It was really, like... I, I, I don't know, just bounced off Baisley's head or something. I'm like, yeah, uh, he would typical. be averaging a lot more assists if some of the guys could actually hit yeah, open sure. shots. <laughs> there are a lot yeah, of threes that the Thunder are missing. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what the fixation with OKC is with um, guys like Baisley and Poku. I, I mean, seriously, these guys are not going to be legitimate NBA players. Like, just get rid of them. <laughs> They're young. Anyway, they're just running with those guys. Yeah. I mean, they're young, but they, yeah, it's not much potential. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you done with the rest? Insane. Yeah, I, I mean, else. I think we missed mentioned everyone else. Move to the east. Let's go east. Up the heat. We said they'd be mm. good. Did we think they'd be this good? Well, they're not even at the top. I'm going to say the Wizards are at the top. Oh, I'm oh. the heat at the top. <laughs> well, the, the official standing has the heat on the top. We, we because can, of let, let's put them all together <laughs> we've got we've got the heat heat bulls and wizards all in the same same uh yeah seven three um yeah win loss at the moment uh, uh I, think, I mean the wizards is surprising wizards yeah. is surprising for me uh actually the top five except philly um uh, is i mean the heat yes it's fine um chicago sort of washington and cleveland i did not see uh, I, I thought they'll be down down the bottom or at least you know in that ninth eighth to tenth range yeah Cleveland are surprising because they've only played three games at home and I haven't looked at who well, they've beaten but they they seem to be going it doesn't matter who they've beaten because every team should be better than them um <laughs> that looks so, so they've actually been been really good and you know rejuvenated um, Ricky Rubio and mm. potentially the rookie of the year sitting in in Cleveland again. I think you uh, might be right there. He has for a big guy. We said big guys would struggle as a rookie. Does not appear to be the case. Yeah. Um, Long term. Some good wins actually. 
if they've won against the Hawks, the Nuggets, the Clippers, Trailblazers, Knicks, and Raptors. And uh, they long term the... long term injury though to Sexton could hurt yeah. them in in a from a depth um, point of view. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. It's what what it, I think. Jarrett Allen has been fantastic. Oh, he's been uh, he's really good. probably been the best, he's the best big man um, so far in the East. And if if All Star games were tomorrow, he'll be an All Star, right? So um, I, these guys, I mean, they, he's he's so important to the team. And then you've got you know Evan Mobley, who I'll take my words back. He's he's good. Right? <laughs> the the couple of preseason games I saw, he looked unco. Uh, doesn't anymore. Bloody hell. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting good. that it's interesting the top seven teams in the East are separated by half a game. Mm, very mm. close. It's it's close, super yeah. close. Yeah. And um, I mean, the yeah. other thing that's surprising about that is out of those seven, you're missing the defending world champs, the Celtics, and the Hawks. Yep. All three exactly. of those teams you would have expected to be in the in the top half of the division yeah. or in the, they, sorry those, in the top yeah. half of the playoff playoff rank yeah. mm. yep i still think those three teams will come back because they're just too good to not make a move uh they just still it's still early in the season so you know a team like milwaukee bucks i mean it is they can't be in that position forever um and especially when you have they have like two major players out. When they come back, it's it's going to be they're going to uh, tore the, uh, tear the league apart. So I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine um, as well. Boston, yeah, Boston I'm a little bit worried because there's a bit of friction in terms of the roster. Marcus Marcus Smart not being so smart and and, and publicly calling out the two best players on the team. Um, I think so, he's got a point though. Yeah. No, I mean he's got the point, but. You do it privately, the players only meeting. I, I, I know, not, he didn't do it the right way. But if, yeah. I've watched not a couple in, of the ends of those the... games and Tatum and Brown, it, it is hero ball, just like we were saying about yeah. a little bit about uh, the T-Wolves, and they have yeah. not been good. And they've not been good. It's either one or the other is hitting, and one's playing very badly, but they need to pass. Yeah, you should, I mean, really, they... Yeah, they should... I mean, you think they'll figure it out, right? Because they're too good at players, players too, to, to not figure it out. This shit out so and hawks they, they have so much talent um yeah i think they'll be fine so i'm not sure if the hawks will come back i i, really? I they they seem to be really struggling i think I they're struggling they, they i think they bad if you look down that roster i know they've got they've got some names that are that have been you know probably good at some point right along but if you actually dig into it, like if Trey Young has been found out or found wanting um, with his game style, then I, I don't think he can lead that team back to victory. They kind of rely on him because if you look through the rest of their roster, you've got some guys who can shoot that can be in slumps as well. Like Bogdanovich had a, had a great patch, but if he goes back and regresses to you know, the King's version of Bogdanovich, then he's nothing special, right? Um, the same can be said for Herder, 
Um, he's a good depth player, like, but if if the ball's not coming his way, like, he's not really going to contribute that much. Gallinari is like he's pretty old now. Um, Capello is like he's a good lynch man if you've got a good point guard, but otherwise he's he's just a big guy who can rebound, right? Like, he he doesn't find his own shot. He can. Can he defend against everyone though? And and you've already had reservations about John Collins, right? So, and then your other yeah. guys like Cam Reddish and um, the other guy, the De- De- uh, Hunter, oh, Andre Hunter, yeah, dude, they're like they're young, like they're not they're not stars. I I I, th- I can see Tim's point that they could be um, a bunch of like very equal talent players who prospered, and the, I said this um, the last podcast, prospered when there was no crowd, when game game styles were allowed teams to dominate, they could have been one that's fallen off because they need someone to stand up and no one's good enough. Yeah. No, they don't, they don't really have a number two. And they've got too many players who are exactly the same. And I don't think that's, that's helping them. And Trey Young, I think that also the other thing that's hurting him, he can't get to the free throw line like he did last year. Like that little mm. get around a player and then just stop and then yeah, run into problem. your back and get a free throw. That's He's problem. not getting those this year. So we, uh, we need to we need to focus on that issue. That issue is not is not just a Trey Young issue. That is that is a basketball issue right now. Mm. Um, the the players who I've seen that it's affecting the most. I haven't seen all of them play, but just based on the numbers, I have seen some of them play. James Harden, hugely affected by this. And a lot of it is the interpretation of a rule, right? The, yeah. What they want to try to do. But it's affecting him. Beal, it's affecting Beal a lot. Mm. Lillard, it's affecting as well, hugely. And Doncic, it's affecting him. He's not getting to the line the way he wants to. And, and you know, you've called out Trey Young as well. So the, 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 the reason why it makes a difference is if they can't get to the line, then they have to do something else. Yeah. And if they don't have anything else in their arsenal to go to, then they just end up looking like shit cunts. Probably Tatum is a bit the same, right? He was feasting at the line Agreed. in the playoffs last year, and now he can't get there. And you kind of look at it and go, the only people that are getting to the to the line right now, Giannis, Embiid, like these types of guys, right? Like yeah. they're still but getting there. But the guys that were going hard at the ring and whether they go hit or not, were going to try and score. Whereas with all the guys yeah. you mentioned were going for the foul. And yeah. if you don't get fouled, yeah. they're not in a position to actually shoot. And that's it's the lean. They yeah. lean into the player trying to get contact. They put they dip their elbow a little bit and all this kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, Janice just goes like, I'm a steam train. Mm. If you get in my way, um, some shit's gonna happen. Um, it'll either be on me or on you, but either way, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> and and that, that's that's what's happening, right? But it's a huge issue. I think that that's probably been when you when you look at say the roto draft, particularly in the first round of the roto draft, that's the single biggest factor affecting the league um, on on those players at the moment in my in my mind, apart from injuries maybe. Totally agree. And I think if you look at free throw attempts, who's leading, like you said, it's it's Giannis, it's Embiid, Butler. Uh, you've got all big guys after that, or a lot more of the big guys mm. after that, like Gobert, Adebayo. Mm. They're all just going up for, for, for dunks and getting hit. So I, yeah. I think you're right. You, you can't feign that that play as much. And I like it. I completely love yeah. it. It is a much better, much better game to watch. It's better for the game, and it's, uh, it's better flow for the game as well. So. 
What's interesting though is that I think Harden is is a little bit. There's been some clips where I've seen where it looks like a clear foul, but because he's kind of initiated it and he's got a rep for initiating it, he's not getting any calls. Yeah, and, and it's putting his complete. So it's off. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's like that's like Joel Selwood. Like he gets a lot of free kicks still, but there's somewhere he gets his head ripped off, and they're like, "Ah, you cause that? Like exactly. you don't get it." And the fans hate it, the teammates hate it, but. You know, the refs are still getting the majority of the calls right, but they they focus on like, you know, Instagram or not Instagram, but Twitter and all those. They'll focus on, you know, those particular occasions where mm. it was obvious that hey, you know, that happens. No, oh, exactly. But it, now it actually seems like basketball, so it's it's a lot. It's a better game to watch, definitely. Agreed. Agree that. Hey, one interesting thing about the East, um, <laughs> we talked about how we thought that there was extra wins to be had for the Raptors because now they're actually playing at home. <laughs> yes. The only team in the East that hasn't lost away. <laughs> and they're two and two and five at home. Like they've forgot they've just forgotten how to play at home. <laughs> so good. So good. It'd be you know it, it, they'll probably win more if they actually played Canadians at, in Canada. I don't don't agree with that at all. I think Nigerians in Canada <laughs> go very well. <laughs> Uh, it's been very interesting with that. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about MVP race already a little bit. Um, the, the ones that I think the superstars we thought were there may not have been showing up yet, um, but I think they will. They'll come good. Like we said, it's probably a bit more team game at the moment for them, uh, and the season's a bit early. Uh, six man of the year. I don't think anyone picked yeah. uh, Tyler Harrow to come out of nowhere. Uh, fantastic. Uh, if you watch... If you watch him play, um, the confidence is, is is just palpable, right? He's he the way that he's played is so different from the way that he plays last year, and he's so confident in what he in his own abilities. Yeah, he's just a completely different player. Um, I think his teammates are confident too. They're giving him the ball and giving him the space. Yeah, well, in confidence, confidence in him, right? So yeah. um, he's when he's got the ball in his hands. Um, He's 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 like I'm the alpha. I mean that's what you need from six man of the year. Like if you look at past six man of the year, you you know um, Jordan Clarkson last year, um, Lou Williams, that those types of um, guys, they just come in, they can score straight away, and they, you know everybody knows they're going to score, but they can't, they can't be stopped, right? Mm-hmm. So um, Tyler Hero, same sort of confidence. Is um, it a different feel? Is it a different feel for him actually being the genuine sixth man this year? Like with with um, with Lowry being there this time, like Lowry is the starter, right? But Dragic was never really, in the last couple of years, hasn't really been a consistent starter and was probably mm-hmm. competing for the ball a little bit in that secondary unit, whereas now it's kind of... It's hero's unit, right? And and he can yeah. kind of he's got a little bit more space to do whatever he likes. Um, I think that's helped him out quite a bit, and he's been and able he's, to, he's, he's been able to do it. He's yeah. delivered, and he's improved. I mean, like, I mean, he's improved heaps, heaps during the off season. So he obviously someone who's worked on his, worked on his game. So you know, mm. no, that's true. Um, shooting at a ridiculously high clip from the three point line compared to some of his. Um, I'd say direct competition from his year. So your your Doncic's and your Trey Youngs, uh, that seems to be the mm. difference at the moment. I think. 
Uh, did one of the things I, they've mentioned a little bit about, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, uh, the, the ball and, and whether or not that's, that's affecting anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple, quite a few air balls early on. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> if, if that's just them, a bit like Triple X, just haven't been playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that seems to be a, an interesting one, though. I'm, I'm sure it makes a difference. But you would have thought they'd been practicing with the ball, though, over, over summer. It definitely makes a difference, you know. Like I, I always, you know, in shoot around, I could only shoot if it was Tubbsy's ball. You know, you want you want Tubbsy's ball to be the ball that's the game ball, um, and always always um, had just a good feel. Like so, I guess if the you know all of these guys have been using the Spaldings forever and a day, um, these guys are so elite, right? That I'm, I'm guessing that the way they hold the ball even the Spalding letters would feel comfortable. Um, and even just the Wilson letters probably just feel foreign um, to them. It might sound stupid, right? But it's kind of like re-gripping your golf clubs. Like you haven't really changed the golf club, but it all just feels different. Mm. Um, and they're, they're so precise on what they do that I'm sure that, I'm sure that explains like Christian Wood's free throws, right? He just hates Wilson balls. Quite clearly, um, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> or he, he could just be a shit cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely that too. <laughs> uh, scoring leader at the moment, Kevin Durant, probably by need, given how bad Harden has been at uh, twenty-five and a half points a game. Well, Curry's just just behind, right? Uh, Giannis and Curry behind, uh, twenty-seven and a half. So they're a little bit behind, actually. Yeah. So Curry's had a few bad games. Um, that's been the difference. The the Paul George is in there uh, in fifth, four and six, both from Chicago. DeRozan, Levine, ridiculous. DeRozan's being DeRozan's had yeah. some massive games. Unbelievable, those guys. And that can work because um, Vucevic is scoring at like twelve points a game or something, right? Mm. But yeah. and, and, being off. He's, and Lonzo he's in terms of Lonzo Lonzo's doesn't down score as well. Doesn't. Very low. But uh, like uh, Vucevic, in the case of Vucevic, it's it's not the case where like he's um, he's not taking shots. He's still taking shots. He's just missing them, right? So <laughs> I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any Chicago. Chicago have seen that, but I noticed that uh, yeah, the, the, the top two. Uh, well, they're the high scoring duo in the league at the moment. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, we expected up there. Jalen Brown ahead of of Tatum, only by one or two not, points. Not moment. not hard when. Brown is shooting almost fifty um, from the free throw from the field goal, and and Tatum is shooting below forty. Like, um, yes, <laughs> you know, like that's that doesn't make it um, not hard to beat no. him at that point. One one thing I did want to call out on this list, Tim, the numbers are significantly lower than mm. last year, and significantly lower than I would have expected I because it's, you know, there's a lot of guys in this like twenty four to twenty six range. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, Bill, Bill was sitting well above 30 for, mm-hmm. for most of the year. Uh, well, all of the year last year and, and Curry was over 30 as well. It goes oh, back right. to the free throws, I think. Uh, I think that makes, the number yeah, of free, that's true. That yeah. is true. If you back the number of free throw attempts Bill, Bill's had last year. Not really. He's, he's four a game this year. He was like seven and a half last year and he's only at 24.2. Um, uh, yeah. some yeah. of it's to do with the field goal percentage. Maybe that's the Wilson balls. Mm. You're also uh, taking into right account 
I don't know. Uh, I also take into account of, of the psycho psychological effect of, of knowing that you're not going to get the call, so they don't take as many shots. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I think his, um, his field goal attempts are, well, his percentage is way down as well. Yeah. As well. Same. Right. The one who we've talked about already who's made the biggest jump, Jamarant, went from 19 to 26 at the moment and looks like he could probably average more. Yeah. He can average 30 easily if he wants to, I think. Mm. Um, I think the, the one that's, and look, again, this is probably the ball. Uh, Three-point shooting percentages also seem to be down across the board. Um, I think the leader at the moment, Eric Gordon is shooting, uh, for those who take oh. quite a few shots, Eric Gordon shooting at 53% of 4.3 attempts. Camelo, 52% of nearly seven attempts a game. Mm. It's impressive. What, what's interesting with Camelo, I saw a stat today. Uh, at home, he's shooting at 68% from the three-point line. Away, he's shooting at 6%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, 6%. Not <laughs> That's a, shot away a from fairly, home. fairly big difference. Lucky the Lakers have played so many home games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess he really likes Staples Center then. Wow. He, he clearly does. <laughs> Unbelievable. <Who> <laughs> That is pretty funny in terms of a difference. I don't think there's anyone even close to that apart from him. How many games have they played away from home? Three, uh, I think. Three? It's not yeah. many. They, they've right. had the easiest run and they yeah. lost two of them when they played OKC twice. Yeah, OKC. Yeah. It I mean, was all at home. Okay. They have um, they have a small sample size, um, but uh, there's no way he stays at 6%. No, no, of course not. But that's pretty crazy. I mean, he's not going to stay at 50% for the year either. So surely that drops off. I can't see him uh, doing that from three. You never know. Mm. <laughs> hey, a couple of call-outs. I know we're, we we said we'd do a quick fire tonight. A couple of call-outs. Miles Bridges has been unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, um, I agree. The Hornets haven't been that good, but um, but he's been he's been a real he's uh, he's been a real standout. Um, the other couple, <laughs> I just like. I have to laugh, but Harrison Barnes, mm. like, what what <laughs> what has rejuvenated him? He is a Wilson fan. He has he's been really really good. Um, and the way. other one, the other one who obviously shit team, but has stood up as well. Cole Anthony. I know yeah. we've got Carmelo Anthony, wow. but Cole Anthony's been twenty points a game. Yeah, yeah, points a game. Yep. Shooting you always saw that coming, right? I mean, Paul Anthony is up there for most improved player for sure. Did he didn't even right, get no drafted? One... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did he? Oh, I thought he was second round. He was a second round guy. No, 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 no. He didn't get drafted in our roto draft. In our in our leagues. In our in our leagues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, for, no for a that guy coming. that you know, everyone was expecting him to be behind uh, Jalen Suggs. <laughs> it turns out he's the he's the main man. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, yeah it's weird. Uh, he's uh, because I always had the impression Cole Anthony was this inefficient um, gunner who couldn't pass for shit, right? Uh, it turns out that he's not, and he what? he's short, right? So How does he gets so many uh, rebounds as well. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't well. know. I mean, for a short guy, it's like the new the new Rondo, but with with shooting. Or it turns out that Orlando missed a lot of shots and they are very far <laughs> yeah. away from the basket. Orlando's not very good. If you watch them play, then they're not very good. But Cole Anthony has been amazing. And, um, yeah. Good good job one, for Jazz. 
and and rookie rookie Rubio as well. <laughs> the the one I do have to um, send a slight apology to, although I have not watched them play. But Tim, you can tell me how good he's been. Julius Randall. Yep. <laughs> Numbers wise, has been fantastic. I really thought he was going to regress pretty hard um, because I just reckon he's a terrible shooter. But he's actually been um, he's actually pretty not, pretty he's decent. He's, he's, he's actually a fairly decent shooter. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's, he's been very good. He gives off... Um, if you look at him, you're like, oh, this guy can't shoot for shit because he's so buffed. But he's actually got a really soft touch. No, but his problem, his problem from every game I've seen him play, um, Zane, is that he can shoot, but he puts himself into the worst position to shoot ever and therefore takes a, a ridiculous amount of terrible shots. Um, you know, he, he should be, he shouldn't be shooting so many shots from the fucking Sondo side of the yeah. side of the backboard <laughs> on three guys. Cause he dribbled himself into trouble. You know, you know what I mean, Tim? Like he does it all the time. That is, that is his favorite shot. That is his favorite shot. I know, but it's not a very good one. <laughs> to just go sideways cool down behind in. the board. <laughs> last away. year, last year there was a stat on um, mid range. They did ESPN did this thing where they ranked um, people that shot a certain amount from different spots around the court, and that mid range kind of um, below the forty five, um, the the top shooter in the league from that level was um, Chris Middleton. Um, yeah. in terms of scoring and, and, and percentages. But the worst in the league in terms of percentages was was Julius Randle. Um, <laughs> even though he was having a great year, like he just, he's just not, he likes that shot, but he's not good at it. He just needs to get himself in better positions. So he must yeah. be actually getting himself into better positions. And I think it helps having other playmakers on the team like Fournier and, and Kemba. Yeah. Those the, guys have um, changed the, the way games, the Knicks play. Yeah. The, the couple of games I've saw, uh, I've seen Knicks, um, they they've been fairly impressive. They're they're very they're a pretty good team actually. And, and well, they're Randall not reliant on Randall as much as they yeah. were last year. His usage must be down. I don't know what his usage stats are, but it must be down. He's not he's not just getting the ball. I mean, with the growth of Barrett, uh, with Kemba there, and Rose rejuvenated, um, yeah. it, 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 they'll be okay. I think. Yeah. They could be a pretty good. They could be a pretty good playoff team, if if yep. they get all of those pieces playing in the playoffs. They could be pretty. Yep. They could be pretty dangerous in the East. Yeah. Or for um, for first time in many years, there, there's hope for New York. Let's just say. Yeah, and who who would have thought it would have been from getting uh, the Celtics rejects and sending all of our rejects <laughs> to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Worked in a very odd way. Uh, one of the bets we had, well, I had with Francis, was uh, RJ Barrett versus Jordan Puddle. Uh, at the moment, Poole is averaging 18.2 points a game, has stepped up from 12 last season. RJ Barrett is exactly where he was last year at 17.6, and he has been all over the shop. He's had games of 35 and games of nine. So <laughs> he has looked like a hero in a few games, and then more recently, quite terrible. I think you're still fairly well placed because the role of Paul will reduce once Clay come back. Right? No, I so. Paul's on a streak though. His last four games, just looking at it, have been really good. He did he's not start. He did not start the year that well, um, but he's he's been pretty hot uh, very recently. Yeah, 
He's no, a good, he, he, good, he good like guy him. on a winning team. I'm sure when they start to lose some games, he won't be doing too much. Oh, and they've been letting him fly with his shots recently. That's for sure. But they've been ahead, so yeah. easy to do. Uh, and, and Barrett has come back only in the last two games. So he was averaging a lot more and then had a stinker with six points. <laughs> Went three for yeah. 13. Not a great day. <laughs> but the, but you guys yeah. won. And that that's... Yeah. that's It's true. I think yeah, that's, that's the difference as well. That's the difference, yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple of games. Randall had a had a less than 10-point game and, and we won that one as well. So, interesting. Uh, I think we've come to an end, guys. Yeah, that was that was good. I, nothing else. The only other thing on my run sheet, just quickly, man's been way too many injuries this year. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of COVID shit and lots of just general injuries that have been really irritating. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully, there's not too many more. Actually, the um, one more thing: the leader for steals is very surprising to me as well. Gary Trent Jr. Some of the guys that you caught out and during draft are up there, Pete. <laughs> yeah, but I was foxing. <laughs> it's still Let's see where OG is. OG, OG is ranked 22nd. Who else did you call out? <laughs> I called out everyone. Actually, I only called out like two people and then someone else called out everyone else yeah. on my behalf. I'm, I'm called out OG. Right. OG was the, um, was the OG of my uh, calling for Steel's leader. Yes. But he's nowhere to be seen. He's twenty second. <laughs> it's okay. I was never bidding on him, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but right, but Tim, yeah, so very true. Need to, I know you came late, but we need to let Tim get to bed because it's now ticked to a new We're day for him. We, we are oh, calling single it, birthday, so. Jane. We just Tim. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> great way to finish the, our bonus episode. Happy birthday, Jane. Mm. Happy birthday, Jane. Mm-hmm. We'll be back again at some point for another bonus episode. So um, I'm sure. See, boys, at 20.2. 20.2. See you next time. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you, boys. Bye.